concerning new study exposes the weaknesses of America's economic system. Hear how the gap between our nation's poor people and rich pets is greater than ever before. We've got that massive bummer, plus a heartwarming story about some scrapping neighborhood kids writing a movie about a janitor at Harvard who is actually a math genius and the men who want to sue them for taking their idea. From the Onion and Onion Public Radio, I'm Leslie Price, and this is The Topical. Stick around, because it hurts if I have to get up and chase you. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Even prior to the coronavirus pandemic, the American people were plagued with an unsteady job market, increasingly unaffordable housing, and a stagnant minimum wage. In the aftermath of COVID-19's effects on the U.S. economy, these longstanding issues have only intensified. We're joined today by OPR's unceasing debt reporter, Charles Dearborn, to discuss a new study out of Boston University that shows the widening gap between the nation's rich pets and poor people. Thanks for having me, Leslie. Charles, we've long known that it's easier to be a charmingly named pet of a rich person than to be an impoverished human, but it sounds like the situation is worsening. The gap grows exponentially wider every day, Leslie. On the whole, animals from rich families have better access to food, more resources, and live in wealthier communities than 92% of American families. Here's one of the authors of the study, Danica Edgers. In the late 1950s in any American city, the son of a purebred Weimaraner and the son of a postal worker were projected to gross the same amount over the course of their lifetimes. Unfortunately, those days are over. With the minimum wage stuck in a rut and a number of workers reliant on the gig economy, the average working-class American might have to take on up to three jobs, while the pet of a rich family doesn't work any. It's never been more difficult to break out of a cycle of poverty, let alone own property that comes close to Justin Timberlake's doghouse. Well, Tina's a good girl. She deserves that house. Oh, without question. And this isn't to say that rich pets don't have their share of problems. They're more likely to overdose on 67% cacao dark chocolate or tumble into a backyard pool. Yeah. The focus of the study wasn't to downplay issues in the pet community, but to shed light on the fact that many of these pets work less than an hour a day as Instagram influencers and still pull in more money than two-income working-class homes. I'm curious, did researchers interview any pets for this story? Well, they tried, but no one likes to talk about money. <laughs> I mean, how much do you spend per month on your French bulldog? Yeah, I don't think Jean-Claude would feel comfortable with me answering that question. Let's get back to the study. What's the federal government's role in all this? Is there anything that can be done on a legislative level to shrink the gap? Well, these pets are notoriously well-connected. If you spend any time in Washington, you're going to see wealthy furballs toted around Capitol Hill in bags specifically designed for their size. Members of Congress consider them family and spend countless hours tending to their needs and not the American people's. Plus, it's an open secret that these pets have gotten away with not paying taxes for decades. No wonder your average American can't seem to get ahead. It goes deeper than money, too. Rich pets simply enjoy a better quality of life. Take a listen. Impoverished Americans, forced to look for cheaper housing that may not be within a five-mile range of a grocery store, are more likely to rely on fast food, whereas the average rich pet lives within a 0.4-mile radius of a specialty dog treat bakery 
or Barkery, as they're known. Not to mention, you're not going to find anything as protein or fiber-dense at McDonald's as you would a healthy milk bone or grain-free chicken entree suspended in gravy. What a shame. It just goes to show you all the progress that still needs to be made, just so long as it doesn't cost me or my pets a dime. Thank you for the report, Charles. Oh, and I'll see you soon. Yes, 12.30 at Spezza? Eh, I'm kind of sick of foie gras. I wonder if we can find a place with good quail. Oh, yeah, that does sound good. Yeah. Oh, sorry. This is OPR. We'll be back in a moment. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. My parents raised me to always be thankful for what I did have and to remember that sometimes less is more. But also that sometimes more is more, like with money or when there's more news. Here's what else you need to know today. The Democratic National Convention is well underway, but some Democrats are still scratching their heads over who gets to speak and why. A number of Democratic speakers at this year's convention were perplexed by the lineup and reportedly couldn't believe they were giving a primetime DNC slot to Joe Biden. Oh, wow, and on the last night of the convention, too. Seems like a pretty big oversight. And with many students across the country heading back into the classroom this week, some school districts are hoping to bring back a sense of normalcy amid the pandemic. Savannah High School in Savannah, Georgia, is looking to do just that, as they've added a number of cardboard students to sit between socially distanced desks. School officials in Savannah are hoping that by adding these five-foot-tall printouts of students, they'll be able to maintain the school's normal feeling of oversized classes for students and faculty alike. And finally, an interesting new study out today has confirmed that sometimes things do get better as you get older. A study out of the University of Delaware has found that more middle-aged men are having the best snacks of their lives. And I, for one, can attest to that. Whether it's in bed, in the kitchen, in the car, heck, sometimes right here in the studio, having snacks just gets better with age. Ooh, just talking about it makes me a little hungry. And that's it for The Topical today. I'm Leslie Price. The Topical is produced by a talented team of writers, producers, and sound editors, all of whom are currently taking up residence in the OPR studio, which just speaks to their hard work and dedication and in no way to their income level. And don't forget to tune into tomorrow's episode where we'll have a very special guest. That's right, my little Frenchie Jean-Claude is going to join us and help us decide which renowned chef makes the best filet mignon in the city. Because he's just been such a good little Boy. Yes, you have. Oh, yes, you have. Oh, who's a good little boy? Yes. <clears throat> you won't want to miss it. We'll see you next time. <laughs>